Come on, bro. You know it only happens out the dark. Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast, where we debate topics that are none of our business. It's your boy, Mike. We got full crew in the building. Tac Op Chad is with us. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got Big Stir up in the top of the screen. Let's go, son. How y'all doing? How was y'all's weekend? Yo, you ever have one of these? Nah, is it good? It's in a fucking baby bottle, but it's good. What are, What is it for the listeners? It's just milk. I don't know. It's in Japanese. <laughs> no, you don't even know what you're drinking. No. <laughs> down his throat. Ain't got no idea. But like, my well, to answer your question, Michael, because uh, obviously Chad's drinking milk out of a Japanese bottle. He has no idea what the hell is going on right now. Um. <laughs> Yeah, my weekend was solid. Uh, it was chill. Um, had a eventful day today, and we're just keeping it rolling, bro. Keeping it rolling and pushing through. Um, it's finally getting warm again, which is fucking amazing, um, and I love it. So, um, Chad, other than I know that, you uh, had Radigeddon. Radigeddon. How was Radigeddon, man? Oh, we did not survive, but we had fun. Uh, I'm throwing together a video on that. Um, Put together the first half of the video realize it's 45 minutes long so i don't know how i'm gonna cut this off <laughs> for the listeners that don't know radigeddon is a all-day airsoft event that chad was attending it was more role play than airsoft okay it was like if we played like the video game fallout in real life oh weird. okay yeah i've seen i've seen i've never fully played it i know a buddy of mine shout out d derail daryl um, he loves that game, especially Fallout 4 spe uh, specifically. I yeah. played the hell out of it when we were living together. But um, yeah, man, that well, sounds awesome, though. Like, since none of you assholes are going to ask me what I, how yeah. my weekend was. <laughs> your, oh, wait. A very eventful weekend. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? <laughs> so I went to Jersey City for the first time. And let me tell you, I was a big fan of Jersey City. Good times. Uh, shout out to my boys. They had a pop up for their clothing brand. Shout out Choners Club. Go follow it on Instagram. Some of the finest threads coming out these days. You know, uh, really proud of those guys. It looks sick. Um, but yeah, man, I had some good eats. Malibu Diner, shout out to them. Serving me some nice, moist, melt-in-your-mouth uh, French toast. <laughs> yeah, that... we did. I thought you were going to say cake. <laughs> nah, some melt-in-your-mouth French toast. But, you know... One of the most interesting things that I kind of noticed about Jersey, and I'm not sure if it was just the weekend that I was there, man, it was really quiet, uh, very peaceful. And, you know, honestly, I feel like it's because they ducking smoke out there. <laughs> like, they really out there just ducking hella smoke. I didn't see not one female out, out and about walking around. So I know that Soulja Boy got these hoes scared out here. They got them ducking smoke, son. I don't know if y'all heard about it, but there was a video going around of this guy walking through Jersey City asking, well, it was primarily females, but I guess it was for anybody. Would you rather have $250 worth of food stamps or dinner with Soulja Boy? And, and those, those girls were really just lighting him up, son, just like completely tearing him up. It was it was bad, but Soulja Boy had a few words for him, and that's why I think they were hiding. So, I mean, I, I think that that's absolutely that's. I'll never make it out the hood, nigga. Y'all just don't die broke, nigga. 
I want to have dinner with y'all pussy A's and 50 hoes anyway. I want to not have dinner with no broke-ass bitch in New Jersey anyway. I would not have dinner with no crinkhead ass looking hoes anyway. Y'all bitches could not be in the same room with me. Y'all bitches gonna die in the hood. Y'all gonna die broke. Y'all ain't gonna never touch a million dollars. Y'all ain't gonna never touch 30 million. Y'all ain't gonna never touch 100K in a day. You gonna die broke. You you lived your whole life, bro. You ain't shit. You ain't gonna never be shit, nigga. Suck my dick, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Fuck New Jersey, nigga. So essentially, like I was saying, there was uh, a poll going out or really more like a in-person type survey going on for $250 worth of food stamps or a dinner with Soldier Boy. And clearly Soldier Boy was not a fan of the results. So I just kind of want to hear from you guys, you know, what was your first initial thoughts? I'll probably take the food stamps. <laughs> 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 Why you, you know, I, I could I could do dinner with Soldier Boy and try to talk about starting a, a le- illegitimate business. You know, make some soldier pods. Or some soldier pods. You know, we got we got everyone trying to get a PlayStation Five. We can make the the soldier game, the Soldier Station Five. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you think is turn? <laughs> oh my god, dude, that is just a lot to take in. Oh my god, that's a lot to take in. That boy is first off, my man forgot where he's from. Like he acting like he ain't grow up in the hood too. Like this man out here cussing out other people because they don't want to eat with him and they rather have the two hundred fifty dollars. I would take the two. Anybody if they are not in a financial position to provide for themselves, why would they not take the two hundred fifty foot food stamps? Why? Why are you why assuming that they're not in a financial position to provide for themselves? But the thing is, he talking about girls. In the, if you talk about girls and girls or guys in the hood, bro, first off, you are from the hood. Guess what you had? Food stamps, my boy. <laughs> like, and guess what they weren't doing? Having lunch slash dinner or whatever with you. And then you told them to suck your dick. Obviously, they didn't want to suck your dick. They didn't want to come to fucking dinner. They want the oh, food stamps. Part of it too. Uh, what? No, no, no. Oh. No, he was just telling. He was just telling them to suck him. I dick. was like, damn. That was I his reaction. I don't want that. <laughs> like, no, if no, you no, tell no. me, to, if you no. tell me as a female to suck your dick, and I already said I don't even want to come to dinner with you, like you definitely ain't getting nothing out of me. I'm taking the two fifty and I'm running. I'm not even t- turning back like Medusa in this bitch. I'm not trying to get turned into stone. No, nah, y'all tripping, son. I'm taking the dinner with Soldier Boy. You know how funny that shit would be. Soldier Boy will have me geeking, so we just be venting about them Jersey hoes. <laughs> Bro, uh, I just it's it's disgraceful, man. That's I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. I, it's just disgraceful. It, it's like 
bro, if I'm like that, if I ever make that type of money and that type of thing comes out, obviously I wouldn't be like Soldier Boy, where he is known for literally one thing and one thing only, and that's a hey, what the hell? That's all he known for. Oh, that's you all hating, he got, son. You hating? Don't act like that's Soulja Boy not got. a legend. That's all he's got. You don't act like he didn't buy a pair of Soldier Pods. Yeah, come on, you hating, son. Don't act like you weren't telling nah, girls bro. in middle school to kiss you through the phone. All right, kiss me through the phone. <laughs> I can't hate. I can't hate, bro. Kiss me through the phone. Kiss me through. Look, bro, I didn't get no girls in middle school. Chill out, bro. Like I'm, I was, I was ugly. I was super ugly. And one day we'll flash up some throwbacks, and y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. It was abysmal for the boy back in the day. Abysmal. This just sounds like Soldier Boy is lonely, man. He really wanted that dinner with somebody. Well, I mean. Think about it. If you had to compare it to the whole, like, would you want 500K or dinner with Jay-Z? And there was really people out here, you know, wanting the dinner with Jay-Z. And the comparison for Soldier Boy is $250 worth of food stamps. And they were just straight flaming my boy. I would be heated, too. I might hop on live like, nah, y'all got me all the way twisted, son. <laughs> like, bro. Ain't no way. No, I'm taking the dinner, dude. That shit off on live and be like, just crying and be like, I would have given you the food stamps at two. <laughs> we can't have both. Would have given you? What are you giving the food stamps plus the dinner? You get a nice dinner and the food stamps. Like that's the thing, bro. Like it's like, he. Oh my god, it's like I mean we know it's a stunt, right? You got to keep yourself public. You got to keep yourself active. Like, no, nah, I, I feel like, like he's it hurt. Is, He's hurt. I feel like he's I mean, hurt. he is definitely a little bit hurt. He's a definitely a little bit hurt. But like on that same in that same vein, like my boy is literally like he's delusional. If you think I'm just gonna go to dinner with you, I could pay for the dinner with a two fifty and food stamp if I wanted to. Like, have you seen all these cooking videos on TikTok? Like, when has he made any more music? Musically, Soldier Boy is pretty irrelevant. But like this, days. this new generation revolves around like TikTok and Instagram Reels and yeah. Well, I mean, if you really think about like artists today, anyways, and we'll kind of uh, touch back on this later down in the pod. But like, I feel like most of them are not even really known for their music, more so their antics, their influence on social media, and their presence online. So I mean, like, and as far as that case, and if we really want to keep it a buck, Soldier Boy, like. He's kind of a pioneer of online rappers. Like he he was one of the first yeah, rappers yeah. on YouTube. He started the whole ringtone wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like Soldier Boy has been he's been on the the wave before most people got on it. He's just not cool enough to you know. Where are you ranking among your top top one hundred rappers of all time? He's not up there. <laughs> you said he was influential. He got one hundred rappers, but he's probably less than a hundred. <laughs> he's not up there, but. Top 100 most influential rappers, that's different. Influence goes into that, too. We talked about that. But that's on another day. If y'all haven't seen that episode, go check it out on, on the YouTube. Um, nah, man. I, or Spotify. I, just, I think it, or Spotify. Or, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Or, or Apple Podcasts. son. We everywhere. We, we are everywhere place. expanding. Yo, check your mom's Facebook. <laughs> and put, it, too, and put that shit on it. <laughs> Hey, it's just like the it's just like the Mr. Beast commercial or the Mr. Beast thing where like you've seen the honey commercial where you're like, Mom, before you check out, download honey on your on your laptop and make sure you get the max. That's what we about to be like. We're gonna be like an ad on your on your freaking laptop. So let us know and your phone. We tablet. already at your grandma's house eating her apple pie, son. We would. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 whoa, hey, hey. Playing on the car radio during that car wreck. (laughs) I'm pulling you out of the car and be like, 
Welcome back to the After Dark Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I got to knock on wood before I drive to work. Yeah. It was all. Yeah. Um, but. Um, well, let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about something that was really recent. Um, over the past few months, uh, over the past month, like month, month, you guys have probably realized if you don't live under a rock and you have any type of inkling to what the hell is going on in the world, you've probably seen uh, college basketball and March Madness, right? Everybody's seen it. Um, everybody loves it because it's just a little bit of a general rush for those that were maybe Auburn moderns or just lifelong fans like ourselves. And uh, just a good time, and maybe you can win some money if you get a perfect bracket, but I know damn well nobody did this year if you're on the men's or the women's side. Um, but speaking of the women's, because we usually everybody usually tells about the men's, so if you guys haven't heard, Angel Reese, uh, the national championship winner now, and, uh, and the player, basically the, the most outstanding player, was the most outstanding player. Um, Angel Reese, LSU, congrats to y'all, first off, um, on your W. Secondly, um, and then there was a there was a little bit of drama with uh, Caitlin Clark. If y'all haven't heard of Caitlin Clark, she's a little white girl. Dropped like 40, like what, like two, three games in a row, right? Something crazy like that. She's got the most um, points in NCAA tournament history, men or women. Yes. And so she obviously went crazy. Um, and so just to give y'all a little bit of context here, Caitlin Clark has got, you know, she started to get a little bit of an attitude, a good attitude, right? Like competitive spirit. And she's doing the you can't see me basically like that type of shit to her opponents. So like because she's she was balling. Like if y'all haven't seen the highlights, go on YouTube and look up the highlights. Seriously, it's ridiculous. But the question is, is like because Angel Reese actually had a backlash to her and did the same thing when they were beating them in the national championship towards the end of the game. And really, is there a merit to Angel to the Angel backlash in terms of how she's been getting looked at for doing the exact same thing? Caitlin Clark did, but only one time. And how does that? How does it look for the uh, the future of women's basketball? Like, does this make it a little bit more? I mean, just to be a hundred percent honest with you, does this make it more entertaining for people to watch on a day in day out basis, like they would do NCAA or NBA basketball? I feel like for me, the complete bias and double standard was just so fully on display that weekend. Um, so to start off with the first answer is, is, was there merit to the backlash? I don't think that there was merit to the backlash at all. You know, Angel Reese was, they're competitors. Like, what, what are we even talking about, son? We are too PC. We are too soft these days. It's really just kind of irking my nerves the way sports are moving. Like, even in the NBA, if you, like, say one thing to somebody or look somebody's way, they're throwing a tech. Like, what are we doing, son? This is sports. This is sports. This is what we want. This was the first time ever that I can remember that, you know, the females basketball tournament was way more entertaining than the men's. I was not checking for the men's like I was checking for the female tournament. And it was mainly because I feel like Caitlin Clark is an absolute dog, son. She's a dog and she's single-handedly like kind of bringing me to this woman's basketball and like, oh, let me pay attention a little bit more. But I also, uh, I didn't know about Angel Reese. Too much. Uh, I saw um, her in the Final Four play when I was on my plane ride to New Jersey, and she was killing it. I like her fire, I like her power, her passion. You know the sass she comes with, uh, and just her whole competitive spirit.
But for me, I don't understand, like, why are we, what's the backlash? Is it because she's, uh, like, I don't want to pull the race card. Like, Ster- like, Sterling or Chad, do you feel like it's because she's black? Because Caitlin Clark was doing the same thing. And, uh, you know, and I do want to be fair, like, w- what Caitlin was doing, I don't feel like was the same thing that Angel did. I do think it was different, but I don't have a problem with it either way. That's just sports. You live and you die by it. Like, who cares? Like, give it up. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I've got yeah. no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> for for what it sounds like, but I, I don't watch basketball. I don't watch women's basketball. But for what it what it sounds like is it's like what recency bias. Like because one did it during the tournament, it's like, oh man, it's more fresh in our minds. We're gonna give it to you. Is that what happened? So, uh, it's kind of recency bias. So, Caitlin Clark did it probably three. Uh, weeks before three games before angel reese did it um but the like and who got the award uh angel reese got the award the one that there was a backlash for but you know two things were true like she was a black female and doing it and as soon as she did it there was outrage caitlin clark who did it previously and there was nothing spoken about it was obviously a white female uh i'm not saying that there was particularly race being played a part but we do know how Hard it can be for black women to be passionate about anything without getting that label as, you know, they're just stuck up and mean and nobody wants to deal with them type stuff. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, on that regard, like, obviously, it would be great for me to be controversial about this could make good conversation. But at the end of the day, um, like for me, I saw it like I think I agree. I agree with you. I mean, the sad thing is, is I, I have to agree with you because I understand, like, from that perspective, like. Women in general already get bogged down in their sports because let's just be honest. We know this. It's just not as entertaining just just historically as men's sports. It's just how it goes. But it's like, okay, Caitlin Clark started doing that. Like, okay, and she started to become like a little bit of a villain, but also at the same time, like she is dropping 40 a game, scoring the most points in NCAA history, uh, tournament history. And she's doing, she's hitting milestones nobody's probably ever going to touch again, just to be honest. And she had every right to be passionate and be extra to a degree about it. Because you, you guys know me. Like, when I play basketball, play any sports, like, anything, I'm, like, crazy passionate about it. And, like, some people don't like that. Like, it's just what it is. But it's all in the, it's all in the name of competition. Then so Angel Reese does it. She does a little bit different. She put a little bit of, you know, she put a little dash of uh, actual seasoning salt on her stuff. And... um <laughs> She de- <laughs> that's what we do so she, we put a little more that's what season. we do yeah we put a little bit that's more season in, and exactly and and that's what <laughs> that flavor didn't taste just right in those people in those people's mouths like and maybe it would have done with some bland salt and just some salt and pepper from caitlin clark and I'm, <laughs> yeah. i ain't trying to hate on you i ain't trying to hate on you caitlin you're a baller for real for real you're a baller but angel reese obviously had a lot to come up from like she was like the second overall recruit coming out of high school, went to Maryland, had an up and down time over there, finally gets the LSU, literally takes them to a national championship. And she has every right to show any type of emotion she wants. Yes, people could see it as disrespectful, but if you look at the greatest basketball players of all time, MJ, Kobe, RIP, like, except for like, honestly, low key, like LeBron, he kind of soft. Like, but I mean, yeah, he don't be throwing that because he thinks he's bigger than the game. No, that is what we want to see. We watch this for entertainment. We don't watch this for our own good unless you got money on the game. That's it. There is no horse in that race unless you work for LSU, you're the LSU school where you get a bonus to the school, whatever. If you ain't got a horse in that race, we are watching it strictly for entertainment. 
point Let's blank. Let's somewhat there's... take race out of it. Way back when, when Serena Williams lost to Naomi Osaka, you think she was out of pocket when she reacted like that? No. No. Oh, shit. Okay. Never no, mind. the reason... The... The, well, the reason is, is still she's a person of color, though. But, dude, like, I, I, they both are. Yeah, they're both. People. Exactly. That's, it's just gotta, the way that the media portray it. I got to keep it a buck, though, because, you know, even though I feel that way, like, the people who are saying that, you know, the people who are using the argument that Caitlin Clark, like, Angel Reese just did what Caitlin Clark did previously, I really don't see it that way, because I don't think that Angel Reese did the same thing as Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark literally just did a little quick little thing and if you go back there's a video where she was being interviewed before any of this happened with angel reese and she was literally saying that she was doing it to her own coaches telling them i'm not phased and that's like her thing like i'm not phased she wasn't even doing it to a player or anything like that now there was a difference between how angel reese did it she was following caitlin clark around and like i mean i think that's like some i think that's lit bro like it's it's up, it's up, it's up and it's stuck, son. But she was falling around and like kind of in your face. <laughs> you can't see me, bitch. That's what <laughs> With she was the ring. You can't see me, bitch. But you know what really kind of like ticked me off though? Like the fact that John Cena didn't sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Cena needs his money, son. Yeah, he needs his money. She's she trying right to now. claim it. I'm not phased. Like, no, it's you can't see me. <laughs> Let's get it right. Don't but, try to make that up. Uh, no, but. It also came out that Jill Biden wanted to uh, invite Iowa to the White House with LSU Tigers. And I'm like, the boat there? Yeah. And I'm like, since when do we invite losers to the White House? This is the participation trophy epidemic. Yeah. We're not finna do that. Like, and I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking about getting in. Joe might have lost some black votes off of that one. <laughs> nah, dead <laughs> ass. The next day, it's like, Everybody, that 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 was my wife. That was, that was my wife. Me and Barack watched the women's national champion together, and we eating Roscoe's fried chicken. As though only one winning team should come to the White House. Mess up some words in there somewhere, and then you got a perfect speech. Yeah, mix up just mumbo jumbo. I I think that. Realistically, first off, Jill Biden ain't got nothing but love for the lady. Think she's fine, but like, think fine as a person. But um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's go ahead and cut that real quick. But um, I think she's fine. I think it's just it just shows a bit of bias, definitely. Like no matter what, and it's it sucks because like obviously like Angel Reese and the LSU Tigers have every right in the world to to talk their shit. It's literally what the Warriors did last year. This man Steph sat there on the court. And literally was like, give me my fucking ring. Give me my ring. It's the same shit, but it's just, oh, I mean, in NBA basketball, guess who the predominant race is? Black people. Black people. They they run the sport. (laughs) And it's just like even in women's basketball, but nobody watches women's basketball. So when we do start watching it, it's like new content. That's what it becomes. So, I, I mean, I'm done and dusted on it. I think it's stupid. I don't give a fuck what what Angel Reese did. You know what? I would have did even worse than her, to be honest. I know damn well I would have been, I would have been talking so much shit. Um, and I probably got a damn te- double tech. Wouldn't even been able to celebrate on the court. But do you probably think Angel tech Reese and- deserved the most outstanding player of the tournament? No. Hell no. Absolutely Hell. not. Hell. Absolutely not. If somebody breaks the records that Caitlin Clark broke, there's no 
way in hell, but they, it's just the bias. It's like when people give a finals MVP to, uh, to, to the, to the, obviously the team that won is usually the, the best player on that team for that win. Literally, there have been times in the NBA finals specifically where a team has won and the most outstanding player, the most valuable player of the finals was on the other team. It has happened so many times, especially over the last two decades, where, where there's just been so many up and down superstars where people just go crazy in the finals. So it, it, it's just it's just how it's how the award works. They forgot to put that on the award uh, criteria is you have to win. You have to win. And that's how you get it. Because it's like it's like saying bogus. Armando Baycott. It is bogus. But this, the same uh, shit is, is, really is like, bro, bogus? if you, Were you, really you didn't win, you didn't. I it's mean, that's like, it's true, but at the same time, Caitlin Clark was literally breaking records, yo. I mean, like, I don't know about well, you guys. She should have been breaking less records and making her team better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, Sounding like that's not that's bad. literally like Russell Westbrook. If sorry, I'm I'm we're going on our sports arc, and I'll stop it for y'all because I don't want to confuse people that aren't super into it. But Russell Westbrook had the most triple doubles in one season. By any like anybody in the NBA ever, and guess what he did? He didn't win no damn ring. He wasn't even close. He wasn't even close to winning. Yeah, but he won. And he MVP. was the MVP. He won the MVP of the regular season, bro. Yeah, but nobody I mean, cares. Like, yeah, but about he wasn't getting. Season. He didn't break triple double records in the playoffs. He wasn't going to get like NBA finals. He wasn't in the finals. But that's what I'm saying. But Why Caitlin does it Clark matter? was you, in the championship. She also she dropped to, like 38 and six in the championship and n- nobody on the LSU Tigers was even coming close. She started off like the first quarter four for seven from three point land. Like it was actually wild. Let's just go ahead and say this before I like, like I said, I don't want to go down a sports arc for the people that may not be a hundred percent understanding, but I'm gonna put this in perspective for y'all get, put it like this. Maybe she put up 38 and six, six assists, by the way, people, if you don't know, um, six and or rebounds, depending on what the stats hire. But let me just go ahead and tell you, maybe she should have passed the ball some damn more to some wide open motherfuckers. And maybe they would have had a chance to win the game because the final score of that game, let me just, let me just pull it up for you guys really quick. LSU women's versus Bro, are we really going to sit here and say Angel Reese did more? She was more deserving than Caitlin Clark to win that. But no, no, no. Like, look, let's just get an understanding here. Let me just, let me just put this in perspective really quick because the score was a hundred and two to eighty-five. Guess what? Yes, Caitlin Clark, you scored almost half the points for your team, and you still lost. <laughs> she also matter. took down. She also took down South Carolina Gamecocks, who were on a forty-two game winning streak that was literally minus one forty against the field. To win the championship. And she dropped hey, 40 on ass. them hoes. My ass, bro. Guess what? If I put up seven, two, and two, and I wanna I got a ring and you and you put up 38 and six, guess who the fuck's laughing home? Me. Okay, but the award is the most and outstanding two. player. It's not even most valuable, but it's most outstanding player. Angel Reese Dude, can't outstanding. She, outstanding, she, bro. She no. didn't win a ring. She didn't win. So you don't, oh my, so you think just because, Angel Reese didn't even have the best game in the championship on her team. It, it, it does not matter. The award's award. It's done and dusted. Bro, at the no, end of the day, at the sorry. end of the day, I'm telling you right freaking now, if you can't win, you don't get it. 
It's point blank period. Bro. At the end point of the day, period. everyone went home and knew who the real dog was on that court. There was literally not a single doubt of who the real dog was on that court. And let me just go ahead and say this. You play women's basketball. I, I ain't trying to hate. You play women's basketball. We know it was more entertaining, but let's just be honest. Caitlin Clark, we probably ain't going to hear a word from you for the rest of your life once you get a WNBA. It's just what it is. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm calling it, it Cap, son. I'm calling Cap. She the female Hey, bro, Curry. you can call Cap. Female Curry. Bro, be, do you remember Diana? To, uh, sorry, sorry. Let me, let me, five, let me name, stop. Name five WNBA players. I'm not D- talking Diana about Tarofi. them. I'm talking about Caitlin Clark. Lisa Leslie. I'm talking Caitlin about Caitlin Clark. Caitlin is Clark. great, bro. She's great, but she plays women's basketball. Let's just go and understand. Most outstanding player in this in this situation is the people that win. Nobody cares if you lose. What? It, I'm sure you've heard that from a da- your it's dad. It's of the whole coach. tournament. It doesn't matter. What's the point of the tournament? Why do you play the tournament? Why do you play it? Why do you play a tournament? The the team plays it to win, but that doesn't mean you are the most outstanding player of the team. So you tell so you tell me right now it is I'm telling you that Caitlin Clark should have won that award. Hands down. She broke she broke the record. She might get fucking what's the what's the award they give out for most outstanding player in the women's? I know it's wooden award in the uh That's player um, of the year, but but that's a regular season award. It doesn't matter. They Maybe always they, have they, awards they, for this tournament. Well, there's only there's two awards. It's called most outstanding player and NCAA champion. Those are the two awards. Maybe if you ain't got those three. two awards, that's what the hell matters. Nothing. You came second. You were the first loser. The first. Nah, I think I think Caitlin Clark walked out of that building and she was the only star that walked out of the building that night. And you guess how she felt? She wouldn't give a fuck if she won most outstanding player, bro. But, oh, thanks. Well, I'm sure she would prefer to have the championship, but she should have won the most outstanding player. Uh, I just, uh, I can't, I can't reward losers. It's just like you said, Jill Biden tried to invite them to the White House. You can't reward losers. Go back and get better. Come back and be better and win. Nobody okay. cares about a loser. But Angel Reese got the championship award. That's what you get for winning the championship. But to be the most yeah. outstanding, I would get it if she didn't make the championship. Or she got to the championship and laid a goose egg. She was literally by far the most impressive player in every single game she played in. Even the championship. Angel Reese didn't have anything on Caitlin Clark that whole game on the court. The team beat Caitlin Clark. And let's be real. It's only Caitlin Clark versus the whole squad of LSU. They had like three people go over 15 points. Caitlin Clark is a dog and should have won that award. I mean, Angel I understand the precedent of it, but in a situation like this, when someone's just absolutely breaking records and is clearly a generational type talent that nobody else is on that court, I think that you kind of have to like use that as a way to give her that championship. And she can award. and she can give be a generational type talent in the WNBA. Go ahead and make your maybe, bread, girl. Maybe maybe next time she'll score thirty more points. Yep. <laughs> yep. If that's if you that outstanding, go ahead and score thirty more. It's just what it is. But to to like lean it nah. back, uh, to lean it back, I know we ain't gonna ever agree on that. That's just what it is. Um, to be honest, I want to kind of go to a, a bit of a a bit of a weird note, like a a weird one, because I, I I hate that like I hate bringing up the dead because like that's like that's like the last thing I want to do. But there's a video that had surfaced a, a few weeks ago. 
um, uh, about Michael Jackson planning to buy Marvel. But there, here's the catch. This is a few. This is this is probably this is right before the child, you know, you know, weird stuff with the children's allegations had surfaced. And when you think about Michael Jackson, to put in perspective for the for the listeners and, and viewers on YouTube, Apple Pod, Spotify, in your face everywhere, like Marvel is Marvel. If you don't know what Marvel is, you need to get the fuck from under the rock that you live in and under and find light and God probably too. Uh, <laughs> but the question is, is why is it so timely? Is it that that happened right when he was going to p- literally purchase the biggest franchise of movies, like mm, close to the biggest franchise of movies ever. And one of the most, the most well-known uh, comic books of all time, essentially. Is it a conspiracy or is that coincidence in terms of how that all went about? And does that, is that like a, is that something that can well, almost be looked back on? I, before we get into it, I want to play a snippet of what he said, because uh, you said Marvel was like one of the biggest movie franchises, but this was way before yeah. they really got in their bag. And I just want to hear like how fucking genius Michael Jackson is and how he's truly probably does not get the credit, but he might be the greatest businessman of all um, musicians. And I'm just going to play this small snippet real quick. We could easily go into Universal and buy, we would own Jaws, E.T., Close Encounters, you know, all the classics from from Universal, own all that stuff that would allow us to do a Universal, I mean, a channel, the Marvel Channel, not only the Marvel characters, Marvel films, like the catalogs. We could do anything we want from restaurants to, to retail, theme park. Can you hear, like, the man basically predicted the future of what Marvel could be before anybody was Illuminati. thinking about this. And he's Illuminati. an artist. He's an artist, Illuminati. man. So, you know, and I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let Chad go and then I'll, I'll circle back. But you already know my bias. I think Michael Jackson's the greatest artist to ever live. So I'm about to get in my bag in a second. Uh, you know, I'll be the bad guy here. At first, I thought, you know, it could be some weird conspiracy type of thing. But when it comes to purchasing a large company like that, we saw this with, like, Elon Musk and everything. It got to get approved by, like, a board of directors and trustees. And if they didn't want Michael Jackson to do it, I feel like it would have been easier just to say no rather than to have him killed. Uh well, I mean, they, the he they didn't have him killed. It was the incident with the kids that started coming up right after. That. Oh, that's okay, okay. And then he died shortly after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not that far apart. Um, but, well, no, yeah. no, that was a while. That was a while, a little bit. Yeah, Still shortly. Even, even then, like, like, why not just say no? Like, well, so here's the thing: when it comes to big companies and just saying no, uh, most of the companies and the uh, investors that hold equity in that company. They have a responsibility to return the greatest value back to their investors. Fuck it. I changed my mind. Wait, because I forgot that before the whole kid thing, Michael Jackson was the most beloved pop star in America. Like, how are you going to say no to Michael Jackson? But even for that, he's got the capital. So let's say, like, even if you didn't want me to own your business, 
and you had investors who invested in your business, let's say it was $5 million. I come to you and I say, I want to buy it for 15 million. Good luck telling your investors, no, nah, I don't want Michael Bynum to own it because yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, fuck you, nigga. You go get hit that 15 million and give me my 20% share of it. So the thing was, it's not just that easy to say no to him is that Michael Jackson actually had the capital and the wherewithal to go out and buy that company. So they almost had to do a smear campaign because when you're dealing with like comics and kids, stuff like that, like you can't have the owner of it <laughs> have allegations What's out there the that he's over here touching yeah. little boys and stuff like that. So um, to me, I think it's like, I think it's conspiracy has conspiracy written all over it. I think there's conspiracy written all over his death, which is another story. But I also want to give credence to Michael Jackson because I think we um, we give a lot of ups to Jay-Z, uh, P. Diddy, uh, Master P, Kanye West. But I think Michael Jackson was way ahead of his times as far as a businessman and probably the greatest businessman of any artist that we've ever seen. I mean, I, I would have to say, and not that I believe the allegations about the child stuff, because I think that's so fine. Like, so like, it's so, you guys, it's such a fine. (laughs) It's so, you guys know what I mean? It's so fragile. It's so fragile in terms of when you talk about adults doing anything to children like at all, like, in a in that's not helping them or giving them money or whatever. Um, and I would have to disagree to the conspiracy idea. And I love Michael Jackson. I still to this day will agree with you, Michael. I think he is the greatest artist that will, he is the greatest artist that ever walked the earth. And he will be by the end of time, the greatest artist that has ever walked this earth. I think that was God's plan for him, period. But what I think, I believe it was a coincidence. I do believe some of the things that were said along the lines of when the child stuff was coming along. I don't think he did all the extra shit, like the excessive, like overly excessive touch. I think he was just like, I believe that he definitely was inviting kids over and then doing, you know, that's all true. They were spending the night. Yeah. And and that's a weird from the parents. that's already weird. Who's going to tell their kid, no, you can't hang out with Michael Jackson, though? Me, nigga? That's what the <laughs> fuck? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Yo, but that's the thing. Michael Jackson. But no. the thing, what the fuck's wrong with but you? But the bro? thing is, is like, it just so happens that he brings it out and, you know, whatever. Like, so what? Like, it's the theme parks and stuff. He probably wanted to fill the theme parks with kids anyways. That's what they're for. Like... <laughs> I mean, I'm just being 100% I have a with you. Like, opponent that the thing that happened with Michael Jackson is that his father didn't give him a childhood so that when he grew up, he wanted that childhood experience he didn't have. And it was just kind of out of pocket because he was like a 30 something old man. And that's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, yes, I do somewhat believe that. But it's like at the same time, like, you're an adult, bro. Get the fuck over it. Nobody it's cares about your childhood anymore. It's like, yeah, but like something it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, though. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's the point. And if I believe, like, if I were to believe this conspiracy, that's one thing. And I do believe in a lot of conspiracies. But I do think in this very instance, just so happened it to be that it's a coincidence. And that's my point, point on it. I just think it's absolutely absurd to, no matter what your childhood was like, even if it was traumatic, shitty, whatever, happy, great, whatever. Who cares? Like, 
we get it. You have all the power and the money in the world to literally make a whole. You could have put up a, a whole fucking house by them damn selves, like houses filled well, with children. Well, regardless, like regardless of if you think that he did something to the kids or not was real or it was false, the timeliness of it coming out was definitely has credence to it and of it being a conspiracy. And here's what you got to remember, too, is just how powerful Michael Jackson was in those days. He owned like 90% of today's Sony's uh, Universal's catalog. Like, he, he literally owned the Beatles catalog. Eminem talked trash about him, and he purchased Eminem's catalog. Like, he was owning the biggest artist in the world's catalog. And even today, his family. Um, and here's, here's how you know it's even more of a conspiracy when all this worked out is because you know right after michael jackson died and he had all of those he had all those catalogs what did sony do they came up and purchased it from his family almost immediately they're like here we're going to give you the bag obviously the family all the fucking other four jacksons and the rest of them didn't have the wherewithal to know that you got to hold on to that shit because it's worth a hell of money and now they're about to sell half his catalog again. But all I'm saying is, man, Michael Jackson was so powerful. They couldn't just not. They had to do a smear campaign. They had to make it to where he was not a viable buyer. But if you're, but if you're the, but if you're the most powerful guy, and like, I mean, he genuinely, yes, I agree with you. Like, and I, we probably didn't even, weren't able to fathom it because we were still young, like when he did pass. But like him being quote unquote the most powerful guy, basically in the world, because he had that type of reach. Like, do you think a simple smear campaign he couldn't have shut down on his own? No. Like, no, I mean, just being no. a, you, th you think if we're talking, they're about talking about touching little kids' pee pee, <laughs> bro. What are you talking bro, about? Like, How do you get past that? Is, what are you saying, I'm Sterling? Just, I'm be, all right, I'm being. All right, no, 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 no. This is the press right here. Hey, Sterling. So apparently, you've been touching little boys' pee pees. What do you have to say about that? Let's let's hear your PC answer. Well, um, I understand that, you know, that's something that's been going around. I just want to let people know that I'm just giving the kids a good time at the place and letting them do whatever they want to do. <laughs> I'm just giving the kids a I'm, good time. <laughs> I'm giving them a good time that I give them whatever they ask for, candy, <laughs> treats, whatever. Oh my god, you're going to jail for a long time. He has to see mine first. <laughs> and you know what? But if, if you really my real PC answer, it would have been like, no comment, please. And that's not true. That makes and I would have guilty. Yeah, too. there's no getting around that. It's literally like the worst thing you could possibly have on you. The thing is, is if we really think about conspiracies and how deep they can genuinely run, like obviously there's conspiracies in the FBI and the Twin Towers. There's all types of conspiracies out there. But the thing is, is if you are really that powerful, you could probably cut the heads of every motherfucker that is even talking that shit, to be frank with you. Like, that's just to be 100% honest. Like, there is well, nothing... The fame power. Okay, so the thing that happens, if Michael Jackson tries to shut down the smear campaign and then it goes to court, and you know in court, anything and everything you don't want to come out comes out. So, like, everybody has dirty but laundry. So, doesn't. What? If you're telling the truth, it doesn't. No, 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 no. No matter what, everybody has dirty laundry. And lawyers find that shit, and they bring it out in court. So even if he disproves the whole child thing, 
something else might have come out that makes him look unfavorable to the public and he's trying to buy a family-friendly property anything that makes you look bad in a family-friendly property will not let you acquire that and if he acquired it it just would have tanked the business anyways because of the it's been stained but also you got to remember too sterling is like fame power like famous people power and corporate power and government power are two, two completely powers. different powers like one is yeah. controlling the world and how it moves you know michael jackson just like he's he touches the hearts and the pps of everyone around him <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> stop <laughs> that's his power but corporate power is different son like when they get into the legal situations and start doing that smear campaign that that shit gets real son it gets real quick like sterling if you, if tomorrow you get uh uh knock on wood <laughs> i don't know if you get uh not convicted but accused of touching kids even if you get off scot-free and the eye of the people will be like, oh, yeah, I was that guy that was accused of touching kids. Exactly. It's not going to be like the guy that didn't touch kids. You're going to be like the guy that got accused of doing it. Just like Jonathan Majors. Like, no matter what's coming on, like, everyone's going to look at him like, oh, he strangled that bitch. But <laughs> no, if the glove don't fit, if the glove don't fit, you must OJ, have quit. Like, OJ, OJ got off scot-free. I don't think, I don't think OJ did it. it. No, I think, that's his, a, that's a I think his son did it. But, and that's I think Chloe's his kids. <laughs> No, definitely. That's that's a hundred thousand. That's why she get that height. She built like a basketball Yo, look player. At that chin. But, but right. the, I, I ain't like I said. I, I hate to talk ill the dead. Point blank. Period. I hate it. Um, it's bad karma, and that's one thing I will believe in. But I'm just saying, man. If we're really talking about somebody being in a position that he was, this man visited the White House twice, performed at Bill Clinton's inaugural inaugural inauguration. It's fucking inauguration. You don't think this man could have got it in with the fucking government too? Like you think like that's what I'm that's what I'm just like I don't think you guys are really fathoming. Like if you're really saying he's that powerful, I just I just can't believe All that right, it's just Well, a, here's just a here's a good here's this even works, you know. How powerful you think Trump is? Pretty damn powerful. Well, not as powerful as MJ. Well, what do you he's think? Still, he's not as powerful. He's not as powerful as Michael Jackson because the thing is, is Donald Trump. He was president. Opened. Oh no, I think I'm no, with Sterling on this. But one. he was like, not the most powerful. We all know the president you know, is not the, the most powerful man in the a, world. A, a, it's not even Placeholder. a popularity thing anymore. It's just it's something. It was else, literally a popularity thing when Donald Trump won it. Like, like think of like that's what it should be. Being popular does not equal like, power. Y'all are no, no, y'all no, are like, confusing fame for power. I feel like Michael Jackson was loved by both democrats and republicans like you could be but, a hardcore yeah. conservative and be like hell yeah we are the world michael jackson but that's not power like you really think michael jackson was making decisions on our power. government he could have no he couldn't yeah, nah, <laughs> he, dude, he definitely he couldn't bro what You're are you talking about there, dude. he could not make he got all right, he came yeah. out with heal the I'm, world I'm null, I'm null black or white i know there's still racist shit world. going on he said it don't matter I'm, if you're black or white and they said, I'll I'm do you one back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. But if you got enough to say about fucking Michael, we're trying to defend this dumbass. Uh, not Michael, not Michael Jackson either. I'm talking about Michael Bynum. Uh, full <laughs> names out here, baby. Um, Mike, but. Man, 
<laughs> but no, like, I mean, if you guys, y'all, y'all let us know your thoughts in the comments and even online, just uh, via podcast, whatever, whatever stream, whatever way you're seeing our, our stuff on the other end, definitely let us know your thoughts because it's definitely something that a lot of people uh, can resonate with and actually kind of understand, not resonate with touching kids or anything like that, but, you know, Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but on a bit of a, like more of our our term like like let's think about it this right i mean we all know dreamville was this past weekend hey. uh, up in up in raleigh raleigh north carolina and uh so dreamville fest happened and you know we we really think about the three big we think about three big heads in in hip-hop right now rap in general and that's Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick, three of the most prominent figures in this day and age in pop culture, point blank, period. Um, and the question I have for you guys is really what happens, you know, when Drake and like Michael had elaborated on what we were talking about it earlier, uh, like J. Cole talking about this might be the end of his reign. And then knowing Kendrick still like, you know, taking another fucking, he'll take another three, four years to make an album, which whatever, who cares at this point? And... <laughs> The question I have for you guys is knowing these three guys, these three goats, is rap left in good hands knowing whenever they leave? Or is it kind of just falling from the wayside for the rest of our lives and maybe the rest of uh, of the history of the world? I think you got to sift through a lot of shit, but you can find something that sticks. Uh, I'm always watching J.I.D. I love everything he does. Uh, there's talks about Tyler the Creator rebranding and using his government name instead of Tyler the Creator. Uh, so I think we'll get some some new popping off from him. Uh, even in Dreamville, like Dreamville stacked JID, Earth Gang, Boss, uh, mm -hmm. fucking I don't know the rest of people's names, but yeah. Um, so, well, you know, we talk about big three. I feel like we can pick out three artists to, to take over. Well, I mean... Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, yeah, we got Lil Baby as one. He's an automatic takeover, like, next up type of shit. We already had this discussion. I would argue that. Knowing, yeah, you would argue that in a negative, in a negative light? I just don't think he's an automatic takeover. Like his last album takeover. wasn't that great. He he's got a hit on his next one. Look, we talk, we talk, we. All right, oh, I, Travis look, Scott. All right, yeah. Like okay, no, no, no. We can't put. And I love Travis Scott. If you can't put Travis Scott in, there, you, then you think it's in bad hands. The only little baby song I, I mean, know is the one with him and Travis Scott. Well, that's just like there's definitely more little baby songs. <laughs> Okay, that's the only one I like. Okay, that's the only one I thought of. I think the best analogy to think of how rap's about to transition um, after the big three go away is when you think about, you know, to stick on the superheroes and Marvel and everything back in the day. When you oh, think about God, it, are we getting a phase five of Marvel? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Tell me about that. Stop. <laughs> I'm thinking that we're like, you know, back in the day, we only really focused on Spider Man, Hulk, Superman, Batman. We had our greats, and that's really what we focused on unless you were, like, diving into the comic books. But now that, you know, the franchise is so big, they put everything on the map, and I think the way it's going to go after we transition from these three, so we're just going to get a, you know, wayside dump of a bunch of little mini rap superheroes and everything and their storylines, but we're not going to get, like, the main characters anymore. 
And I and I've honestly like I think that it means that we're really not going to be in the best hands for rap. Like I like JID. Um, do I think that he's like on the path to take over a spot of J Cole or Drake or Kendrick? Not at the moment. I don't. I think he has all the talent in the world. And, he could, but I don't know if the masses are going to take to him like that if they haven't take to him like that already. So, and yep. like Will Baby, as far as Will Baby goes, like I don't think it's signed, sealed, delivered that he's the next thing. Like I think it was people thought that until his last album dropped, and it really wasn't that he he's got to come with some heat next time. If he drops another, you know, and eh, it was straight, then that whole hype is gone already. This is I mean, why people need to take a page out of Gucci Mane's book. You know, put out like five albums a year. <laughs> Everyone will listen to them, and then some of them are good, but never, no one will ever be like, "Yo, Gucci's bad." That is that it. That is definitely one of the things I did want to say that I I I agree that rap may not be in the best hands after the three step down. One reason is is that like I know that they're gonna have to probably pry into these people's like old stuff to use on features and stuff to blend up their songs, which is fine. But it's also the fact that a lot of these newer artists can't put can't put projects together they can make a a tiktok banger because that is we've had a conversation about that like that's that's how you get to the that mecca like meg the stallion would not be meg the stallion without tiktok it is just that is what it is but and like (laughs) or get shot by tory lanes yeah but (laughs) the thing is he still didn't do it Uh, he still didn't do it but Either way, I think that what's going to happen <laughs> you is... You didn't do it? <laughs> hey, man, I always stick on my man, Tori's side. But I wanted to mention... Also, you mentioned Marvel, and then you said Batman. He's DC, bro. You got to get your shit you straight. You didn't say Batman. Uh, I did yes, say did. Batman and oh, Superman, did. but I was saying... And, he's, like, and he's also a fucking... And he's also a fucking vigilante. He's not a superhero. We know this. Um, and not let's, and let's make... Put this fuck, but not, no, like... If we if we try to like, will we at least get a Robin? If we're talking about just in terms of comics in general, fuck superheroes, Robin. we have a like. Fuck you, saying fuck Robin, bro. Fuck like Robin. Hey, look, like let me just let me just put it this way for you guys. If we're talking about the future of rap, the future of rap is going to struggle not making bangers. Like that's not going to be a problem. That will not be an issue because there'll always be a brand new artist coming out with something. Like something, something to get you. Damn, that beat's nice. I don't know the word he said, but that shit nice. Like, but they ain't gonna better have those projects where we like talk about, uh, you know, we talk about thank me later. We talk about, um, you know, views. All these albums that like those are just some Drake albums. But even you speak about <laughs> J Cole, all these what albums. I'm, or, or, or you could talk about X. Or you could talk about any of the albums that like J Cole, Kendrick, or Jake, uh, or um, Drake have dropped. And we obviously have memorable albums from them. There's not very memorable albums from anybody coming up now, which is why I do agree that it may not be in the best hands. I think it'll find its way. But I think the generation we're going into doesn't care about projects anymore. Like, that's, that's like, the that's difference. The, 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 the twin is, the twin people, is turning now. The reason why people have such a critical eye on music now is because all these artists are like, taken two three years to drop a project and you're like oh man i've been waiting two three years for this guy and then if it's good it needs to be great and if it's not great then it kind of flops or you know you have artists who drop all the time and it's just like you're oversaturating and you don't have the same sound i think the problem is is that Migos. these <laughs> i like the migos i know but like I pick any one of their songs all right take like off the... bro chill out that was like fucking what six months ago. <laughs> no, but hey man, that shit. 
That wound's still fresh. Still fresh. Oh, um, we're making nine eleven jokes on nine twelve. <laughs> I think the oh I think the problem God. is like people they go like yeah, like you said, Sterling. I agree. Like the hits are going to keep coming because there's always going to be a new hit out. But the problem is that person comes out with that one hit. They might get a couple good features out that, and might get one more spark in the bottle, and it's just done with, and they fizzle out. And I think that's bad for music because what keeps music going are the superstars. Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, Kanye, they are the people that keep music going. Like, when you really think about it, all these little people, they drop these songs, we like it and whatnot. But what really makes the world stop and keeps us going with the bangers is when Drake drops her loss, when um, Kendrick drops his music, when J. Cole drops his music. That's what we're really checking for. When Kanye is not anti-Semitic anymore. Well, well I, I, I want to let it be known. Jay only only helps with the Twitter feed right now. But that's just go ahead and let we. That's a, that's a, that's a talk for another. Donda day. I wanted was to put super hot fire. No, Donda was crazy, and the hype around Donda was crazy. I'm having like people show me literally like fucking leaks of this shit. Like this is like how hard people are going for this shit. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I don't complain, but I'm saying. The thing is, is like, I know that there will be the next up and they might come out of fucking nowhere. Like genuinely, there might be somebody that like Drake's breeding or not even Drake, maybe Kendrick or J. Cole's breeding or even Yay. Well, baby King. The only thing Drake's breeding is little girls. Baby. <laughs> oh my God. Baby, baby Keem. Baby Keem could be something, but Baby Keem is also super inconsistent, where his lyricism doesn't come out the way it needs to be. And he's very Also, tentative. I want to state that Baby Keem is just getting carried by Uncle Kendrick's back. Well, guess what? That's what you have to do. Nah, Baby Keem's when... album was better than Kendrick's album. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Yeah, and the, yes. Let's, let's keep it a... No, no, a motherfucking thousand, bro. A motherfucking thousand. It's much better. Like, let me... Let me, let me, but the thing is, he still comes tentative where these people aren't going to gravitate to the way they do Kendrick, where that lyricism doesn't go the exact same way that people are feeling it, where they can vibe, like not vibe to, but they can like resonate with it. That's the difference. Think about it. When Drake became, kind of took the torch from Wayne a bit, like when he, when Wayne was literally the shit for so long, Wayne was, or Drake was a protege, a full on protege of Lil Wayne. And he comes out, he changes sound. And like you've said before, Michael, he's changed music and how people rap now. And so all you need is somebody like that. That's one. You add another one and then it pops up out of nowhere. Maybe it's somebody right now that's doing, doing, doing all right. But then maybe it's like, damn, they started dropping some really crazy shit. Finally, finally took them damn seven, eight years. But it's starting to work. That's how it works. Because when Drake came out, Drake was, he was fired. Well, Bedrock, his little verse up there. But he still wasn't the hottest nigga out. Uh, or the the second hottest nigga out at the time. It was somebody else. And yeah, the, but that's we don't the, have that, anyone taking that torch right now. And here's, well, here's what is, I'm scared of. Here's young what, Thug, Young Thug, Young Thug getting, and I will say this before you go. Young Thug getting in his situation, I do 100% agree. That has had a massive, it will have a massive stain and it will be a massive hole in the hip hop rap industry and the growth of it because of him not being able to breed younger, like younger people coming up through their music careers. I do 100% believe Well, there's that. a bigger story on that too, because one, you know, they're trying to lock up anyone who gets any type of clout in a rap game that looks like they're about, they could take the torch, gets locked up and their buzz is gone. But what I'm really scared of for rap in a whole is that rap is entering this, this part of the vortex where we've hit our peak as a genre 
and you know something's gonna come up and de-platform it as the biggest genre in the world just like rock was really holding the hearts of everybody and then rap came in and took that over or, or i guess pop did pop hip-hop Hip hip hop hip hop I think and then pop and then I think it rolled back to hip hop and rap again and it's just it's just, it's like passing the torch through genres though I mean I agree with you go ahead I'm sorry yeah so this that's what I'm saying my point is is that you know I feel like the lack of superstars to carry it could lead us down a path where because here's the thing even if there's no like superstars like Drake or J Cole in the rap game there's gonna be superstars in music like. There ain't like superstars and music's not going away. So if we don't have them in rap, they're just going to be somewhere else. And I feel like that could lead to the decline of hip hop as a whole, as the most popular genre, and it could go down, which could honestly be better for the rap game because then most people will stop trying to jump in there when they see it's go not as lavish. Go back to storytelling rap. Go back exactly. to storytelling. Go back to lyricism. You know, we're tired of all that's the, the melody the, the, stuff. The, 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 the generation we live in does not want that, and they will not want that. That's the saddest shit in the they world to will say. Soon. When the generation but they we're in grows no, up. No, bro, think, think about think, it, just man. Think, just think, just think. Emo and grunge music was such a big thing when we were younger, and all those kids grew what? up past that phase. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Oh well, For maybe you? I was in a different social group than you guys. Yeah, you were in a different <laughs> fucking like, group what? of people. <laughs> Emo and grunge. I ain't never said that shit in my life. That shit's a banger right here. <laughs> it is a banger. <laughs> Literally, <Bro>. it's a <laughs> banging my head against the wall and then taking something else to finish myself off. But uh, oh, hey, chill. Uh, but. <laughs> Oh um, no, I mean I don't I don't disagree with each other. There's definitely been genres that I think have come in and come out depending throughout our childhoods and especially in, in going into our adulthood. But I do believe that there is obviously gonna be a hole for a bit, but I think rap and hip hop will come back to its forefront at some point in our later adult lives. Um and it'll be different. And I will say that like my my parents like there's songs that my parents like and honestly as you get older, you do start to appreciate older music. That's just what it is. Um, and it's, I think you start to resonate with it more, which that will happen for the younger generation. But it's all about how you are brought up. When we were brought up, it wasn't this mumble rap. People were literally storytelling. We just didn't understand the stories yet. That's all it was. And so that's where it's been like 20 years of 20, 30 years of rap or 25 years, 25 years of rap hip-hop, maybe a little bit more than 25, of people, like, changing the game, finding new sound. It's just, who's going to find that next new sound that's not a mumble and that can actually resonate with people at the same time? That is literally all it is. I and it sounds very simple. It's, it sounds very simple, but it's not that simple, and I know that because I'm not an artist. There's a reason I'm not an artist, because I cannot fucking make music. I write you a poem, but, like, I ain't going to make a whole ass, a whole a ass track. Ass Nah, boy, I am a lyricist when it comes to the poems. Give me a hike. I'll get it. I'll give you. (laughs) But I do agree with Chad. I was, I think that like, I actually think that the kids still yearn for lyricism. Because if you really look at it, if they weren't yearning for lyricism, the hottest rappers in the games wouldn't be lyricists. Like, yeah, they're, they're migrating to these little TikTok songs that get hot for a few seconds. But like I said, when real shit drops, People people move accordingly when real Story. music drops. Tony Story. If you haven't listened to it, Meek Mill, you a goat for that. Tony Story. 
listen to all the parts. I'm telling you, that shit will change your life. Dude, um, listen to Trapped in the Closet. <laughs> 25 part story. <laughs> yeah, and if y'all are in, and if you, if, and I'm not hating on emo or grunge. If, if y'all are into that weird shit, go ahead and hit that shit up too. I'm not hating on that weird shit. <laughs> If y'all in that weird like shit, and subscribe it. to the YouTube it. channel if you into that. Hey, like and subscribe. I'll give you I'll give you the I'll give you my my uh, give you an email grunge song every beginning of every pod, I swear. I swear I will. Um but no, on a lighter note, I know that we obviously all all have differing opinions in terms of where rap's going to go, where music's going to go just in general. But speaking of new music, Tyler the Creator uh just dropped a deluxe album of um uh fucking can't even remember. Damn, I can't remember the name of his album. It's that I mean, relevant to me. Lost. Call me if you get lost, dog shit, and um, <laughs> D- and then DJ Drama's album. Don't remember the name of that shit because that shit was ass too. Um, oh, but like, good, without there's some highlight moments. There's some. There's. I mean, it was still ass. Um, <laughs> I mean, so the question I have is, is like thinking about like knowing that these are the newest shit that's dropped, which is sad. We're saying DJ Drama. Like, I'm just, I'm honest to God, just like laughing. All I, all I remember is DJ Drama. I ain't never. I just think of wishing every time. But what's really hot? What's not? How do you guys feel about the albums? If you've listened or the deluxe of Tyler's and then the album for DJ Drama, if you have listened to it in full or maybe listened to some parts. And has 2023? Like, I mean, it's April now. I mean, this we in the we in the second quarter. We in Q2. For those that are in, we are in spring. We are in Q2. This is when the shit starts to start dropping and building up for summertime when we get the stupid bangers. This crazy fucking shit that happens. Has 2023 been a disappointing year so far for you guys? And, and you guys as listeners and viewers, definitely let us know in the comments what you think as well. But I'll, I'll lead it off with you, Mike, and, and let, let, let you kind of roll, you and Mike, or you and Chad roll back together. Yeah, uh, for me, 2023 has been absolute dog shit uh, when it comes to music. I really like, there's like no highlight bangers. There's no highlight albums I can point to. I think the biggest, one of the hottest songs like around right now is I Just Want to Rock or Just Want to Rock. And that came out last year. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's really no music like taking over the scene or anything like that. And it's, you know, like you said, it's April. We're already in spring. We're supposed to be, this is where they're supposed to be loading us up with shit. So, so the summer comes and all the baddies and the bikinis and shit like that. We all dance and we all have a good time to all the good shit that's dropping. But we ain't got shit dropping. How the Creators Deluxe, uh, it was cool, some cool sounds in there, you know, uh, I'm kind <clears> of <throat> like you, I, I fuck with Tyler the Creator, but like I, he's not like my go-to, I don't really sit down and put his shit on like that, that's not for me, um, DJ Drama, his album as a whole, I thought like, you know, it wasn't mediocre. It wasn't the best, it was, I was expecting a little bit more, I wanted some like, DJ I wanted Drama. No, nah, I wanted some OG gangster Grizzles. <laughs> yeah, but, that, um, that nigga's that nigga's sorry. Oh yeah, but the song with Nipsey Hussle, Jeezy, and Blast. Uh, That's a good one. I do that, agree. That song is absolutely fire. I fuck with that. It had some good vibes in there. <clears throat> Free game with Forty Two Doug and Lil Uzi was cool. Um, and yeah, oh Jack Harlow's Mockingbird Valley. That was pretty decent. Um, that was, you know, I was glad to see that he came out with a pretty decent song because his album was absolute 
trash uh, and he like i don't know he's his soft he went definitely went through a sophomore slump because his uh freshman album was insane but his sophomore slump was just absolutely terrible i don't want to hear about no g l a m that shit did not live up to the snippet oh, i'm sorry it didn't oh, live up to the snippet yeah i think the girls i think the i think the girls vibe with that with <laughs> the original guys, the original slaps yeah and also, yeah, I got yeah. a, I got a bone to pick. One second, I'm tired of everybody flipping old, old classics, yes. and y'all are not doing it, Grace, son. Like you, you're really over here, and they're not even really changing it up. They're like, they're just over here re-singing. It might change a little few things, and just trying to get your own bop, write your own music. I'm sorry, I'm tired of y'all out here trying to like steal somebody else's bop. That's this is true. why rap is going downhill. Y'all can't even think of your own bops. Y'all got to go take shit. From back in the two thousands, what is going Drink. on? <laughs> no, I'm uh, like, and I want to let you go, Chad. But I did want to chime in on that really no, quick. I wanted, I wanted to say, I'm, I'm tired of it too. I'm so fucking sick and tired of it. I'm like, it's cool to use a quick, like, little, like, like something fun, like from an old show or something, like a, like a snippet in the beginning of a song. Like, if you heard "Rescue Me." Like he uses uh Drake uses Kim Kardashian and that shit like that, those type of things that just kind of like give you a little bit of something to 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 marinate on, but like dog like there's no originality anymore. It's like let me take this same beat and this same drop and this and I'm gonna put the same basically the same fucking lyrics. I'm tired of people saying "Creepin's a good song on the on the Metro album. I'm tired of that too. I'm tired of it because nah, it's not. Slid. The weekend is the weekend, and I appreciate the weekend. But I'm telling you, I'm tired of it. it. It takes away from the artistry in and of itself that the fact that he had to, they had to literally go and get that sound. Metro goes out and gets the sound and literally brings it back. And people, and people of our generation are so damn stupid. No offense to y'all, I'm sorry. Like they don't even realize this song was from the '90s, bro. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like it's from the nineties. Like why? And he also why didn't we realize like, that it, he literally sang it word for word too. Like word like, for word. <laughs> like, he didn't even make a new lyric. He didn't even make a new lyric, bro. He said, "Nah, I'm a singer." Like he said, "I'm a singer." <laughs> what do you What do you say? I'm a singer. Shit. Like he gonna <laughs> hit it like that. Can get away with it because it's the fucking weekend. Well, the weekend can get away with it for only a little bit, only a little bit longer. Because you keep dropping on them shits, I'm gonna start losing a little respect, my boy. No, no, I could, I could have the weekend re-sing a lot of songs and be like, damn, this is good. Yeah, but I don't want to hear too much. It's giving long. you nostalgia, bro. It's Let giving the you nostalgia. Just start That's all. Drake songs. That'll be sick. <laughs> If you come over here and start liking Drake songs because the weekend singing, yes, I will. I will. I'll beat it. Jordan, be fucked up. But nah, man, I think that I think that this year, just to answer the question, oh, I didn't even let you keep talking. Go ahead, Chad. One more objection. If the weekend just stole crew love from from Drake. Well, I mean, he was on the song. I know, not? but if he was just the weekend, just take out the Drake feature. <laughs> Wait, it's not a Drake feature. It's a weekend. Feature. It's not a Drake. It's... It was his album. <laughs> I know, but like weekend wasn't even. No, he wasn't even. I don't think he was technically even featured on it. He just put him on the song. That was it. Oh. But um, to the answer the question, um, I think this year has been disappointing. I think it might be one of the most disappointing years in music. I think it will be probably because you kind of like, I don't know if you guys ever realized this. You can kind of feel 
throughout the year if the year is going to be a good year in music. If It doesn't have to have like bangers or nothing crazy at the beginning of the year to get you going or nothing like that. But you kind of feel like something's coming. Like something's coming. Like I can feel like it's bubbling up. It's like a bad fart or something. Like you can, <laughs> you, one, of, one of those sharks that might come out, like, but you got to hold it type of idea. Nah, and then nah, nah. Here's sometimes, what I'm, here's what I'm sometimes what happens is it just comes out and it oozes and it's just great. Okay. <laughs> I think this album, this album, this year is going to suck, but then fucking Kung Fu Kenny is going to hit us with a titty slapper out of nowhere. We're just going to hear him. Kung Fu Kitty. So <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking one of the bigger problems with it is because we literally got everybody and their grandma in the past two years drop after like once COVID kind of let up a little bit. Literally, we got yeah. all the biggest stars. We got a Drake album. 21 was so, up there. We got J. Cole. It's all about tours. We got Beyonce, multiple albums from her, you know, Ariana, Justin Bieber, all of them came. Um, Everybody literally came, Dua, Adele. Uh, So, you know, there's really not that many people. Everyone right now is kind of on their off year. They're touring. Everyone's tour. It's a year of tour. So, you know, you got to get your bread up and go to some concerts if you want to hear some good music, I guess. Make some fucking music. Stop singing the song from 2015. Albums like people do TV shows. You can't have TV channels stack their shit in the same week. You gotta be like, okay, okay, okay. Drake, you could be the, the, the dance bop album. Adele, give us that sad shit. Ariana, you could follow after Drake to bring us back up. And then fucking Beyonce, just hit us with a banger to end the year. We good? Nice. Okay, next Beyonce's year. Beyonce's not gonna hit rotation. with a banger no more, bro. Well, the thing is, the rotation ain't gonna have Beyonce. Then she's not the closer, brother. She ain't closing shit. That hey, if it's last sec, last last second jump shot, Beyonce is not taking that jump shot. She's not taking that, and I'm telling you that. You can go and hold that right now. But you gotta understand. Like I think everybody that listens to this, everybody in this generation right now, has got to realize that. What's happening right now is like obviously people are getting their bread up. It's all about it's all about you know tour sales because tour sales were fucking insane. You saw Taylor Swift, Drake, and fucking Twenty One's tour. Like these people are making bread. Beyonce. We know they're gonna make them. Beyond fuck I Beyonce, wonder, bro. I'm tired. I like, wonder like, how tour sales are gonna do after people stop start regulating Live Nation because everyone's hopping on the Live Nation train. We're like. You know, yeah, they're everywhere. They got the this man's got Live Nation every like fucking for like nosebleeds. Don't they kind of like, from my understanding of um, how Live Nation has it played out, is they kind of have a stronghold on the market to where you have to go through them because they also own the venues. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of hard to get around the whole Live Nation thing. lawsuit shit. Yeah. No, but yeah, but everyone's lawsuit. doing tours because what they're doing is with the ticket sales, the artist gets a cut out of that too. Yeah. So like, if someone where people were buying tickets for like hundred, two hundred dollars, people buy a ticket for five G's, you're making a lot more money. But so I feel like while that, because I don't feel like it's the artists that are doing this, it's the label that's doing this. So the label is making the artist be like, hey, you're gonna go on tour so you can cash out on this before it all gets regulated. And once it starts getting regulated, they're gonna be less of like, okay, less tours now. We need you to put out some bangers so that we can make some more money from people streaming and listening to it. But right now, they don't care about streaming. They just want people to go out and see them play. Well, yeah, I agree with that. And also, I mean, all the music is in 
touring and concerts and outside things. There's literally no money in streaming. Like these artists aren't getting rich off of streams. It's just that's just not how it works. They don't get paid enough. Like every listen, and they're getting the smallest cut of it. Like the label gets all the cut. Like you know the way the uh, music, the way the label advancement works is really just a loan, and you have to pay it back. And if your earnings from your music career doesn't pay it back, then you just owe whatever they gave you. But where the problem is coming for the tickets and whatnot is it's really in the margin of the resale because what they're doing is they're they'll uh everyone will purchase it they'll resell it and not only are they giving the margin uh, such a high margin back to the artist but live nations also taking in the uh ticket um business is also taking such a high margin so they stack the price up so high that it just doesn't even make sense anymore and everyone, because they're all trying to get as much profit yeah. from the resale as they possibly can. That, and, that's also part of the, yeah. the theory of the lawsuit is that Live Nation's not even selling the tickets. They're just immediately posting them as resellers. Yeah. I mean, the thing I, is I they just, can go in and just buy just it dumb. right when it drops. Like, they can go in and have the label purchase all the tickets, and then we advertise the resold tickets. Yeah. I think that really... I mean, and just like going back to the whole point, like it's it's like this year, like I mean, obviously we don't ex- we don't expect anything because I think like Travis is supposed to drop his album finally next year. Um, and granted, I'm sorry, I'm a stand. If y'all don't like Travis, fuck off. I'm serious. Bro, you don't even I don't think Utopia is gonna be a banger. Well, yes, but I still love Travis, and I'll say it's a banger because I'm a stand. But um, I think Damn. that you obviously have Drake have having like. When like when Drake drops an album, when Kendrick drops an album, when J. Cole drops an album, that kind of like exhausts you of the albums that you feel like you need a lot of the time. Like just just think just think about hip hop now. Like if you really think about it, like that's what we think about. And then like obviously like collab albums. Even when DJ Khaled, and I and I'm not saying that DJ Khaled drops the greatest albums of all time, nothing like that, but like he'll always have bangers up there, he'll always have like good features because he's DJ Khaled. And I think old, that bro. No, DJ Drama old. is old, bro. He's get getting old. old. He's get getting old, old. nigga. And DJ, and I wanted to speak on both the both the albums or the deluxe and the album. DJ Drama, you did all right. It wasn't dog shit. I'm sorry I said that earlier. It wasn't dog shit. You did okay. But Tyler, your sound ain't it. I'm sorry, bro. You can resonate with the hippie girls, and I'm sorry for if there's any hippie girls out there. Like you could resonate with them. You could resonate with the people that literally are high as fuck all day long. Like I'm not gonna fuck with it. I'm not gonna fuck with it, bro. No, I I don't care. It's the sound <laughs> you're trying to create a you're, you're trying to create a new sound, and the sound ain't fucking good, bro. You it ain't also good. Hate Childish Gambino, don't you? No, I love Childish Gambino because Childish Gambino can actually he actually warps different pieces like i get tyler creator's got this all he's he's been through like a whole phase of like he had the fucking what was that song i've been in like that that you know the song i'm thinking about it's a really deep voice paradox yeah yeah that's yeah yeah he's got these aggressive ass songs as a young guy and then he starts changing his sound which is fine and then he starts changing his sound it's like okay this shit's because i'm in lame like I don't need I don't need you to come out here and try to sing to me and be a lyricist either. I want you to get some lyrics, but don't be a fucking singer. It ain't good. Your sound ain't good. The beats suck, and you need to get off the shit. Find another lane, bro. Find another lane, or find another career. The because only you're problem making with find another career. Literally, the new sound he found is what got him great. I know he got a 
fucking Grammy in there. But the thing, I don't want to hear shit about the Grammys either, bro, because the Grammys are fucking bullshit half the time, too. I, I, like, I, don't agree, I do agree with I that. like the Grammys when black people win them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 let, let, let it be known that Chad does not like when white people win Grammys. Let it be known. I like let when Leonardo known. DiCaprio won one. Oh, that was an Oscar. Never mind. Yeah. It was an Oscar. Yeah. You white people win that. Oscars, bro. Yeah. <laughs> white, yeah, that's what but, they um, do. <laughs> they for, 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 <laughs> people at them. for the people out there that are obviously fans of any of the any of the upcoming artists now, honestly, I want you guys to the drop like honestly comments below of people that like maybe we don't talk about a lot. Like artists that we may not know about a lot, or maybe there's a song or something. Slip slip those things down there. Give them a shout out. If this is something that you guys feel like is something that we would like. I Shoot it down there because I'm all okay. You it's know not I email on TikTok. There's actually a lot of pretty I... good TikTok artists out there. Yeah, like I mean, dude, guys, like I, I really want you guys to be the like listeners too. Like whatever way you've got to comment, whatever way you got to reach us on Instagram at uh, Three Brothers Nine One Nine, please. Listen, take take a listen to some songs and some people that you like, and shoot it over to us because we love to be able to like give us some critique on it and see what we think, see what we think about it, and maybe it is the future of rap. Who fucking knows? And if you send um, us some trash, I'ma definitely put that in the doc to dog shit on your whole musical taste. So you know you better <laughs> don't send us no trash because I'ma let you know right out the gate. I'm trying to get a bunch of trash. trash. Be mindful, but. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's enough of that. And I'm send you cup I think pocket. that. What? <laughs> and I think to move. No. To move into a more, even like a similar, in terms of hip hop, we always talk about hip hop personalities. We always shout out DJ Academics, it seems like. I know Mike, I, I, I watch DJ Academics here and there to keep up with them. But so Complex actually recently just did a hip hop media personalities power rankings. If you're not familiar with power rankings, guys, it's basically like who's. Who's first and last? That's it. Um, and the question I have is, did they get it right? So we're looking at it, and I pulled it up here so I can read it off. I'm going to read off the top 10 for you guys. Yeah, okay? So top 10 here. I want to make sure I pronounce this all right because I'll be fucking it up. Num or actually, let me start from number 10. Give you all some anticipation, actually. Um, so we got at number 10, Math, Ho Math Hoffa. Math Hoffa. Um, we've got DJ Vlad at number 9. Uh, Elliot Wilson at eight, uh, Carisha at, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name, love, but I'm just going to say how the fuck I want to, uh, number seven, um, number six, Kai Sinat, um, number five, Nor, N-O-R-E, whatever you want to fuck, Nori, Nor, I don't give a fuck, don't like him, <laughs> so, and then we got Gilly and Wallow, number four, um, and then we got Charlemagne the God at number three, number two, our boy, DJ Academics, and then number one, you had to guess it if you didn't hear his name by now, motherfucking... The GOAT. Ugly ass. The GOAT. Joe um, so I want to get you guys' thoughts on, like, did they get that right? At least in the top 10. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the, the, other rest of the 20. Who gives a fuck about anything outside mm -hmm. of the 10? You Funny ain't, enough, you ain't even... All those people, I only knew the top three, so I guess that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know Kai. You know Kai Sinat. Not by name. You might have known some not. of the people that were. You don't know DJ Vlad. You don't hate this what dude. He he is, like? I have no. He's no clue popping that off. Is. I hate. He's that. popping off. Oh wait. Crazy lately. Let's see. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. 
Don't know. And then they put Urbo above so fucking Nardwar. Don't know. Like, oh my god. And then oh, Adam yeah. 22, oh, yeah. after all that backlash in 19? Look, right, here's, so... here's, my, here's what I'm thinking about it, to be honest. <clears throat> so, Joe Budden is probably my favorite hip-hop media personality by far. But I'm going to have to push back that he's number one. And as hard as that is for me to do. And I think that, you know, he's definitely got an argument to be number one. But I just don't see how, I don't see how Charlemagne the God is not the number one spot on that. I feel like he's he's had to been number one for the past, for the past five years at least, in terms of overall hip hop media personality. Now, as far as hip hop podcasts are concerned, I can see how you put Joe Budden number one. I think he's absolutely running hip hop podcasts. But as far as just a media personality, I think Charlemagne the God has got to be over Joe Budden. I think I would put DJ Academics above Joe Budden. I put him at number two, uh, or I guess he is at number two. I would have Joe at three, and then uh, Kaisenat. Man, I'm surprised at how low they put him there. Like, I feel like I as far as I feel like he's got the young generation on a stronghold. Like, they should definitely he should definitely be in the top yeah. three, top five. Like, I don't know. Um, to me, it seems like they kind of did it based off a of podcast because Nori yeah, with the drink champs. I think Nori's interview style is one of the most annoying shits I've ever heard in my life. I hate how he just be interrupting and saying a bunch of bullshit. He don't ever sound like he actually knows these people's career. He don't know shit. He doesn't know anything that's going on, bro. He just gets up there and he just be fucking gaslighting, bro. He and he be getting drunk as hell. Shit. I'm like, yo. And just interrupting Alcohol. left and right, son. I I can't I can't listen to him. I mean, he gets some. He gets like the biggest artist on his platform, so he's a must watch, must see TV. But let's, I just can't stand this interview. Let's process. get some some some. Here here's one for for all the TikTokers. What about Aiden Ross? <laughs> oh, let's, no no no. Actually no no no. Listen 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 here though. Listen here. If you do think about Aiden Ross in terms of just overall hip-hop popularity, yes, maybe he's not a hip-hop influencer to a like 100% degree, right? But he is on that, like, he came from the same tree as fucking Kai Sinat. The same tree. Kai Sinat's just got this, I mean, Kai Sinat has been the same person for so long. Aiden Ross had a quicker come up. That's the difference. And now Aiden Ross with his but old... Aiden Ross just hangs out with hip-hop people. He's what about not like the, a hip-hop person. What about the guy that turned into a white supremacist, a Nazi dude? Adam-22, he's, Adam he's, he's 19 on the list. Oh, and, 19. But, but he should be kicked off the list just off the fact that he completely fired his whole black The Nazi shit. And is on some Nazi, Nazi shit. shit. So he's just a culture appropriator. For but look, I'm... I I agree with you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, I agree with your your top th- your top three though, Mike. I think that Charlemagne the God is definitely like you. I think you're right. They definitely went off of like podcast. Um, because Joe Budden obviously has the most. I I think it genuinely is the most popular podcast on hi- about hip hop stuff right now. Oh yeah, he's but a let pioneer that- hip hop podcast. Like he's been doing yeah, it for the and last then, ten years pretty much. And then academics has to be right up. He cannot be dropped below three. I have him at two, and then I have I would put. Joe Budden at three just because it's Joe Budden. Like literally, I I remember my in my family group chat, like my family, like extended family. I got women and men in here, like 50, 60 years old, talking about Joe Budden. Like that is some crazy influence to getting these old people to be on that set. And then I hate to like be this guy. Not hate to be it, because I I honestly don't really care. 
but like they got Narwar at 22. Let me just go and like explain something to you guys about Narwar. Wow, really? If you didn't know he's on the list, 22. If you if you put Narwar that low, that's the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen. Sway, dude, and then dude, dude. Sway, they got they got Sway and Narwar 22 and 23, bro. 22 oh, and 23. You're, Bro. Like, if you're talking about you got Sway at 23, brother. 23. Why does Nardwall, like, why does he deserve to be up high? Don't even. Because he no. is the hip-hop deep dive. He, he, yeah. wow, voice cry. He goes in and he learns, like, all the obscurities. Everything. Of the people he interviews. Everything. Like, he knows everything. Yeah, but, like, how, like. He's a, he's an appreciator of the person he interviews. Yes. But niggas ain't checking exactly. for his shit like that. Like, I ain't, I don't, I've never watched any of his nah, shit. Nah, bro, the only but one you I've got to see no. is J. Cole's, like, nah, bro. I'm not, nah, we, no. nah, nah. Lil Uzi. No, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> no, he's scaring the cats, no, no. Mike, you might you can't get out of this, bro. Like you need to go. Like I'm dead ass after this. After this, when you get a chance this week, no, you need to I know look his at a shit, bro. Of... I know his shit. But it, no, it's not. But the thing okay, is, you can, it's not that you pocket watching. You can figure out all his deepest secrets. Congratulations. What they got to do with hip hop? No, bro. But that's the thing. It's like for like you understand, hip hop is built for everyone. It's supposed to be built for everyone, right? Yes. Everyone. Yes. Yes. So. Why does hip hop? Why is hip hop dominated by the by by black men and women only? And black men and women of typically it's hood stature. Because we built unquote. every fabrication of hip hop. <laughs> but why is it from the? But why is it? But why is it from the hood? Why is it got to be hood? Because the hood niggas so, built it. Listen, listen here. Think about it. Like for all the like the people that are like research junkies, like love like the stuff like that. That is their end. That's what gets them interested. I'm you not, have to appreciate not, guys like that. I don't have a like, problem that's with what, it. But that's does that's not hip hop. You just like there's Angela about, Ye- Angela. Oh my god. Oh. There's there's he's not doing hip hop because you can go on an interview and like I found out this about blah 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 and they're like holy shit like how do you know that? But it's it's, it's not that. just like Those one. Just like, like, it's not the, Yeah, it's just he actually like the way he connects with artists and the way that he can per, per, he can literally if you get on a Narwar like video or whatever. That can straight up blow up your career completely. Like it's it's yes, if you get on Joe Buttons or if DJ Academics talks about your shit or whatever, yes, that'll blow you up too. But I'm being hundred percent with you. Like, so to you put think Narwhal that the below, people above him, you think he deserves to be above no. Big Boy, Anthony? Fantano. I don't think Big Boy should be. I, you don't, I don't think, think Big? Don't don't say you don't think Big Boy should be. No, I don't think Big Boy should be that low. I'm saying I don't think they put. Well, I mean, him everybody can't be in the way. top ten. But it's all, no, I, I know that, and I. But it's, I know it's a lot of also recency bias too in generalization because these people are active, but there are people that less like Sway is definitely lower because Sway doesn't have those clips like he used to have with the Iggy clip. Get that shit off the airwaves. That shit is god tier. I don't care. That's the funniest clip I've ever seen in my life. Um, and if y'all haven't seen it, uh, I you need to like go and watch that shit now. And Adam Twenty Two, like like you said, he needs to be off this fucking list. Like he, he doesn't. Nadeska, Alexis. What you're telling me? You're telling me Nadeska, Alexis. Do you know who Nadeska, Alexis is? No. Exactly. Like that's that that's how I felt. That's how I felt when I read it. And you want to squeeze in Narwar at 22 and then put Sway behind this woman too. No disrespect to her. She's doing her thing. She's making her bread. But I'm. I. I it's just a, a disrespectful. 
it's disrespectful to be that low. I can't even tell you where they need to be, but they don't need to be that low. Both of them and Big Boy. Those in the three. Top twenty-five those... for hip-hop media personalities. Bro, Ain't no one being disrespected. Saturated... It's, a, it's a saturated market, bro. It's not fucking hard to be in the top twenty-five. You got you something mean? that's it's a little bit. It's not hard to be in the top twenty-five. No, no, no. Listen, it's 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 not hard to be in the top twenty-five when it's a saturated market. If all you need is something to be unique about you and what you do, that is it. That is it. And these, that's the reason they put these people up because they have uniqueness and their popularity has, has shown via Instagram, Twitter followers, YouTube, pod, like uh, Spotify, that ain't Apple. No, walk in the park. no, it's not I'm a fucking walk in the park. If, if it was a walk in the park, we'd be millionaires by right now. From freestyle on Sway Show. Uh, a lot. Yeah. And I mean, they're not well. arguing Sway. Uh-oh. But I'm saying you're in the top 25. Y'all are like. Y'all are acting. Like do you know how many people are in the hip hop you know world? Angie, the hip hop you know media Angie, space. Do you know who? Do you know how many good people Angie? are in the hip hop media space? Not a lot. Yes, and I don't yeah. think there's a disrespect a to be in the top twenty-five. I think I don't twenty-five think, I don't, is disrespectful I because I don't think there's I think twenty-five good people. Facts. I no, agree. No, I, I don't. I, I think y'all are. I think. Well, I think a lot of it is just that you know you're uneducated. Like we're, we might. I don't know all of them. People, I, so. I don't know all of them. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know all of them. Like I don't know Jason Lee personally. I don't. I don't. I just don't. I've seen like him. I think I've seen him pop up and like about random shit here and there. Because like, here's the thing about I, here's the thing about hip hop that most people don't understand, and it's a reason why when people say Eminem's the greatest rapper of all time, that hip hop people will tear your ass up. Hip-hop does not care about corporate America numbers. That is not what hip-hop is. Hip-hop is culture-influence-driven. If you are not moving the streets, if you're not moving black people, then you did not move hip-hop. The reason why, you know, you'll get hip-hop old heads who will say Eminem's not one of the top rappers is because ain't no one in the hood putting on Eminem, blasting that shit, playing music. That's what really matters. When you talk about hip-hop, you're talking about moving the culture. We're not talking about numbers. We're not talking about statistics. That's all white America stuff. That's all corporate America. You give that to pop, rock. They can have the numbers and have fun with it and fudge all that. We're talking about culture, son. It's much bigger than the numbers. You got to move people. You got to change the way people are talking and moving. That's why I think that like a lot of these people on this list are, you know, in decent spots and being in the top 25 of hip hop media personalities means you are top 25. Most Why influential move in the culture right now. I will say Why are we not up there right now? Added to the dictionary. Huh? Oh, we we coming, bro. We coming. <laughs> but no, nah, like I mean, I get where you're coming from. Like I I I agree with you. Hip hop isn't based on a hundred percent numbers. There's obviously results behind everything. You need some type of results, or you have a, or everything you say is flawed. It's like a fact. If you don't, if a, if somebody says, oh, like that's fact, and it's like an opinionated thing, it, you can't really prove it. You can make whatever since that you want to but i get where you're coming from and how hip-hop works compared to a lot of other industries or genres i just think that like i agree i agree with chad and i'm being 100 percent honest like it's not just because i see these people on tiktok or reels or i read about their their conversations or i hear about it via a friend that is called moving the culture and moving people like if i'm figuring you out it is a base of uh, popularity it's 100 percent based on popularity and like the fact that like, I mean, f- hold up. Let me let me fucking let me let me shit on somebody really quick. Angie fucking Martinez. Look, she had Lauren London up there. I'm reading the list here. Kim Kardashian and Ashanti. 
Kim K, that's one thing. Lauren London, another, because obviously the Nipsey stuff. Ashanti, I mean, I could give two shits about. Like, and could you tell me what Angie Martinez had, like, what even her personality is like? No. Like, not even, I don't have a fucking clue, bro. A clue. I can, I, can, I have a clue a lot about a lot of these people, how they work their conversations, but I ain't got no fucking clue. Why is she at number 12? Why is Narwhal? Why is Sway? Why are these people so low? Big boy, big boy, just that shit is disrespectful as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. That shit's like, they don't give a fuck anymore. They just putting this shit out just to piss people off. But big boy could for be high anybody, for sure. No, 100%. 100%. I just think if you're going off that notion that you said, then everything, this list is completely flawed in the, ide- in the ideology that you think that, like, oh, they're in the top 25. Then if they're in the top 25, great. That's awesome. They should be proud of that. But, like, dog, these people, some of these people are not moving shit. Like, I should have never heard. I, if, I've never heard of you at all, bro. At all. And but all I see thing, is one. Hip hop is like, hip hop is not just 25 year olds. Like, some people are hitting different demographics. We might not be the target audience for them, but they could still be moving hip hop. If you are in pop culture nowadays, let me just go and tell you something. If 25 year olds don't know you, know about you, your shit ain't popping. It's just what that's, it is. Because we're, no, but we're at an. We're at an age. We're no. The thing is, we're at an this age is now, bro. Though. This but that's is what not I'm saying. We understand culture. it's hip hop. Yes, and hip hop is a whole different land. We know this. No, but, but the different. Is, the difference if you're talking between... about influence, bro, influence is influence is based on the youth. The youth changes how people see things. I'm talking that about influence why... over the culture, not just the youth. My yes. point is. My point is that the the reason why they say that Eminem was not the greatest is because he was moving white kids. They, the culture does not care about what white kids are doing. I'm saying that those little TikTok things, when you go to the concert and all the all you see is a bunch of white kids that can afford it, that is not what we base who's moving the culture off of. We're moving the culture well, off of our roots as black people through the streets. And through the hood, and I mean, obviously, we're not from the streets of the hood, so I'm not gonna act like we're from the streets of the hood. But I'm saying, I was about to correct your shit real quick. I was like, what the no, fuck I'm a, I love being from the burbs, baby. I don't play them cage games. I'm from the burbs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but all I'm saying is, is that's what we base who moves hip hop, who's influential, who moves the culture. It's the reason why, like, Jay Z is considered the goat to most people, even though he's never been the hottest rapper in the game or the biggest rapper in the game at any point in his career for no dominant uh, period of time is because of how he moved the culture. People were changing the way they looked at the rap game because of Jay-Z. People were coming out this way and whatnot. I agree. So, I mean, just because you're running TikTok and you got, you got influence doesn't mean you have influence over the culture or hip hop per se. Um, like six, nine, six, nine is one of six, nine is one of the biggest artists in the world. Do you think he has influence over the culture? Exactly. So, but I mean, he's got he's got num- undeniable numbers when he drops. Is 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 Joe is Joe Budden not the biggest? Like you said, he invented hip hop podcast. Is he not the biggest hip hop podcaster out but there? But it's is not a not, podcast like, list. I said if it was podcast, he should be number one. It's just no, hip-hop and I agree. Goal. Yeah. Like the personality, I just think that like we could go we could go on for fucking hours talking about this. Really, genuinely, I know this. But it's like, yes, we definitely, I'm a bit uneducated on some of this. And I'm sure you guys are too. I There's am some too, people yeah. there. I, don't, I, I genuinely that. don't know. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm ignorant to some of these folks up there. They might have great content. And you know what I will? I will, 
Like I'll do take I'll do my due diligence and I'll be more mindful and better because I can't do that shit in a week and fucking listen to all these motherfuckers. I can't. Uh-huh. But I'll take time out of my out of my and I honestly probably won't listen to them all just to be frank because I be seeing the people that bring on and it ain't worth it. Um, so like just to end the note and I don't know if you have anything else to say either, Chad. It's like I understand where you're coming from. There's definitely some massive snubs on this list in my opinion. Um, just my opinion. And let us know like what you guys think in the comments, like I said, via YouTube, via pod, via Apple Music, Apple or Spotify, etc. Because we up in your face everywhere. Crack epidemic like crazy. Crack and epidemic. I, shout out. I want to let I, these people know this shit is like crack. Go I want to say one thing real quick. Um, I honestly don't care where any of these people are placed on the list. Because y'all about to get the best view of all three of our asses one day. When y'all all below the After Dark podcast. That's all I got to say, son. You better go ahead and take a nice and fine dandy picture of that. Because I don't care where you're going to be listening. Y'all going to be complaining. Because we ain't seeing nothing but number one, son. You're, gonna, you're just going to turn a bunch of, bunch of little black, young black kids into little mini Stephen A's. Just fucking arguing about shit that don't even fucking matter. And I'm like, hey, man. That's what we do. But on that note, I, I definitely kind of want to move, move into something. That, I mean, I know that, honestly just to kind of end things here, like just the end of the, just something that happened today um, or happened recently, very recently, something that I feel like we have to bring to attention, even though, you know, we hate talking about fucking politics. Absolutely hate it because that's not what we're about. Um, we got to speak about it because it is a part of culture period. Um, so our former president, <laughs> it's not part of the culture. <laughs> we just got Mike to give us a definition of it. <laughs> well, well, it is part of our livelihood to some, or was a part of our livelihood for some point. But our former president, or former president, I won't say our former president for those that are really that PC. Um, former President Donald J. Trump was actually arrested uh, today um, on the recording of this cast. And um, it was basically because of hush money. It was through businesses, et cetera, what you guys have probably all heard down the reins. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I think the most important thing that the question to ask is, is it supposed to be about hush money, but is this really something that happens more often than not with celebrities just in general? Like it may not even be businesses that we just don't talk about enough. Oh yeah, absolutely. The only problem with this is how close it was to campaign and getting campaign funds into it. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that he was uh, president or running for president at the time and using uh, taxpayers' dollars to do these hush money payouts, it wouldn't be a big thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think I think hush money payouts are all over celebrity culture. I mean... You can't even hang out with these guys without signing an NDA. So, you know, if some if something does slip out, you know you're going to get paid. For it. Well, that's, but that, and that's where I wanted to bring up the point, actually, because I knew somebody was going to talk about NDA. My question is, is like, if he had these things with businesses, which are, I mean, there's a lot of legal shit that famous people do that pe- they'll still have people sign NDAs. Don't know how, don't know why they do it, whatever. I don't care. That's on them. And I wouldn't do that. But, I mean, maybe I would if I was like fucking Drake and I was just like, yeah, like if I was if I was one of those guys. But aside from the point, like I think that the bigger the bigger like the bigger question, like I said, is is like does this happen more often in more critical situations or more critical instances where maybe somebody's people's lively, livelihood is at stake, that type of shit. Because I mean, if we're really talking about we're talking about fucking white collar crime, 
Like, let's just be honest. We're talking about white collar crime, the standard shit that white folks do. No offense to my white folks listening, because I got all, nothing but love for y'all. Um, but I think that, like, if you're not going through the proper precautions, is maybe something that he slipped up on to make sure you're not getting hoed out of, like, a campaign or hoed out of your own, like, getting put in handcuffs, cold as hell. Like, what are you doing, like, as a, as a celebrity, as someone that's so sought after, not sought after, but someone that's so in the public light all the time? So I don't, my opinion on it, I think, it, I mean, obviously, I think everybody agrees that it happens all the time. But then the backup question to that even is, is if you're a girl or a guy, and you're in a situation with a celebrity, and they're like, hey, here's an NDA, and they ain't even dropping, and they ain't even dropping hush money. Maybe they did something that was sketchy, right? Like, they did something that's sketchy, and it's definitely something that's n probably not even close to legal. Are you just signing an NDA and just walking away and just calling it a day? Well, usually you sign the NDA beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if you already, like, if you already know some shit's popping, like, you already know, some, maybe some shit's popping. I'm problems. sure there's- Yeah, I'm signing the NDA. <laughs> I don't want those problems. <laughs> I've signed multiple but, NDAs in my life. I mean, I think we. I, if got you've had problems, a, <laughs> if you, if you, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you take a corporate job, you sign some type of NDA in your yeah, document. Yeah. You for did. some of them, you don't have to do it for. Well, yeah, some of them. That is true. You got to, but I mean, that's just a light note. I wanted just people um, out there to understand that we are in touch with other things aside from just just standard pop culture. And let you guys know, obviously, we, I mean, we're not going to sit here and berate about good or bad Trump, whoever, however you guys feel about him. But that goes back to the question that we had a few weeks ago is, is it the, will this change the precedent of the president and what they are and aren't allowed to do? And is this something that should be accepted by the United States of America as the public? Um, and understanding that this is probably somewhere down the line, maybe going to happen again. Um, so. That's really all I have for you guys, man. I hate to end it on that little shitty little note. Here's a funny it's thing about shit. that. Uh, someone on the news quoted, uh, not quoted, but said, not a quote. I can't find the quote. But they said Trump getting arrested is just as bad as when uh, South Carolina seceded and started the Civil War. Is <laughs> the same amount of injustice as that. Yeah, I mean... Let's let's just let's just be honest, man. Like, if you do the crime, you gotta do the time. We all know this. For for all of those that used to steal from your local WalMarts, because I know every last one of y'all motherfucking did it. I know every last one of y'all motherfuckers did it. I'm gonna let you know that I see you. I feel you. I understand you. I'm not admitted to a crime. This ain't no affidavit. I'm gonna go and let the people know that. I'm not a thief. Don't self-incriminate, yo. But the, I'm but the first this thing, regardless. I, <laughs> but the first thing, but the first thing I'm gonna let you know is, is that if you do the crime, you better be willing to do the time, my boy. If you're gonna murder him, shout out Young Thug. He didn't do it, free Thug, um, and all of, actually all of his gang. Yeah, it's not, it's not a label. It's a gang. Shout out Crack Epidemic. I'm out. Um, other than that, guys, I think that was a solid. Oh yeah, I'm good with that. You know, like always, everybody, please like and subscribe we did get some more subscribers on the last video it's still up man once we get to 50 subscribers chad and sterling can uh decide what i eat and it's gonna be something crazy and it's gonna be wild i'll do it right here live on air so y'all can see it uh but 
that was all we had for you today. We had a packed show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So for the fellas out there, remember, they only want a 1% man. So you got to quit your bitching and get your bread up. And for the ladies out there, go ahead and move on, sweetie, because he don't love you. But it's okay because you're still beautiful and powerful. And the After Dark podcast will always love you. Like I said, it's the After Dark. Until next time.